And welcome back to Sports View. It's Simon Rivacaba. I'm your host, Simon Rivacaba. Here, uh, week one NFL doing our triple threat picks. Uh, we have Katie Trop here on the line. We're going to get her picks in. And then we'll go with, uh, we'll get Shante Johnson's uh, a little later. And I'll give, go ahead and give my picks now, too. Katie, how you doing? Any uh, your your thoughts? You shared your thoughts off uh, off the air with uh, about your Dallas Cowboys, but uh, they made you proud. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like like I was telling you before we started the show. Um, obviously, you always want your team to get the win, but I mean, we were facing off against the defending Super Bowl champions, uh, Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback of all time, uh, who has not lost a step at all. As a matter of fact, he looks better. Um, their, their defense is amazing. They just raised their banner last night. So to actually lose by just on the last play on a field goal is not horrible. Um, I'm going to be, I'm going to say I am pissed off at the, the few plays that were left on the field. Uh, the kicker that was unacceptable for him to miss the, uh, the three pointer where he was only like, uh, I think 31 yards out. Uh, and it totally shanked. It wasn't even like one of those close ones. So that's three points they left out on the field. And then he missed the extra point, which is also unacceptable in my book for a kicker to be doing. Um, and so he left four points out on the, on the field. And had they got those four points, it wouldn't have come down to a field goal for the Buccaneers. They would have needed a touchdown. And I'm not saying that Tom Brady couldn't come down there and score a touchdown. We all know he can. But uh, so I was not happy with those aspects of it. But the good, the positives that I saw in them is that Dak looked great. I mean, he looked good under pressure. He didn't look like he he lost the step. He didn't look like he was hesitant at all. Um, he he threw the ball great. Um, the offensive line, even though we were missing Zach Martin, they they had a good game. Um, and uh, the wide receivers, they they looked solid. Uh, unfortunately, we're going to be without Michael Gallup now for three to five weeks. He uh, I think sprained his ankle last night so that that's a downer um and the defense definitely has improved they still have some work to do uh but they looked a lot better than they did last year and like i said to keep up with the defending super bowl champs in their home the night they raised their banner i can't be too upset with the loss so it's not like they were going undefeated i know that was not going to happen so hey one loss to the tampa bay buccaneers i I can't be be upset with the way they played And with your faithfulness to Dallas, though you are own one for the week, along with uh, me and Shantae, both picked uh, Tampa, uh, and so we're we are riding an undefeated season still. But obviously, that's going to yeah. change anyway. So yeah, so let's get into the rest of the of the week one picks. Uh, let's start off uh, Pittsburgh at Buffalo. Who do you like there? Uh, let's see. I, actually, this is probably the game I'm looking forward to most besides the Cowboys game. Um, I think Buffalo is definitely going to be the best team in the AFC this year. Uh, so I definitely have Buffalo beating Pittsburgh in this one. Um, one, they're at home. Uh, two, I'm not really sold on Pittsburgh yet. I kind of have to see how they're going to go this year. Um, they got too many holes and uh, their offensive line's not that good. Uh, ben Roethlisberger, he looked good this preseason, and he started off last season really well, but who knows if he's going to be able to last 17 games. But I've got Buffalo in this one. Yeah, I do like Buffalo. Although uh, a lot of people are picking Pittsburgh, I just don't. Uh, I just don't see it in this one. There, I, usually there is that one or two week one uh, upset, 
uh, of a team that maybe ends up not doing well beating a, a a team that ends up going to the playoffs but it, it just seems to happen an early season uh, a loss or, or surprise victory but this one I I like Buffalo at home in front of a, a what's going to be a ruckus crowd for the first time in uh, in almost two years there at Buffalo uh, yeah. and then uh, this one where the the uh, Great Sam Darnold making his Panther uh, uh, debut against his former team. Uh, so the Jets at, at, at the Panthers. I've got your Panthers in this one. I, I like Sam Darnold to go, to go up against his old team. And I, I kind of have a feeling they the, the Panthers offense is going to light it up on this one. I don't see the Jets are they're in rebuilding mode straight up. Carolina, they're still kind of in rebuilding mode. But they're, I, I like the pickup of Sam Darnold. And I got your Panthers in that one. And this is why she's called an expert. They, she knows her football. And uh, no, she, uh, uh, you know, I like the Panthers too. I, I think uh, not only um, uh, Darnold, but then Robbie Anderson, the former Jet. He, I think he's going to uh, light up his his old team. He's got an opportunity there. The Jets, I, I think they're going to play hard with Robert Sala, their coach, just because uh, you know, looking at his defenses, the way they've played, and the players like to play for him. I just think uh, he's got his work cut out here for the first year, you know, in, in kind of a rebuilding mode. And, uh, you know, I, I I just don't think they're going to sustain a four-quarter game this this season. And they're going to have to play close whenever they pull out victories. And then they're going to have to kind of sneak sneak one or two games, you know, uh, you know, sneak a few games in, I think, for their victories. But in this one, I just think Carolina is going to get off to a good start and just uh, and be on a roll. Uh, Joe Brady's offense um, now has had a full offseason. And uh, and we're gonna see kind of the college uh, game, and and uh, you know we 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 didn't see too much of Sam Darnold this preseason, and the very little that we saw, uh, he, we sort of saw a glimpse of of the possibilities. So as long as they're firing on firing on all cylinders, they should pull it out. But then even with the Jets, you may not have to be one hundred percent to still get a victory. So yeah, give me the Panthers in this one. Uh, Garrett, this one's a, uh, the next one is a tough game only because it's uh, uh, which two is, you know, which is the worst of the two. We have the Jaguars at the Texans. <laughs> yeah, you ain't lying about that one. I'm going with Jacksonville in this one. You can literally flip a coin and it might be either one. But my personal opinion is I think the Houston Texans are going to be the worst team in the league. I think they're going to be lucky to even get one win this season. Uh, even if Deshaun Watson was playing uh, th- this year and he didn't have all the troubles he had this offseason, Houston has nothing on their t- their squad at all. And so I'm taking Jacksonville in this one. But uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Houston maybe got this one. But, yeah, you're right, Jacksonville, Houston. I'm going Jacksonville. Yeah, me too. And so far we're three for three. Uh, I like Jacksonville in this one. Like a maybe like a sixteen to ten type of game and stuff. And what should be an ugly game. I'm still not sold on Urban Meyer. I think he looked like like a deer in headlights during his, uh, just seeing his his facial expressions on the sidelines during the preseason. So I think I mean he's I gonna. Couldn't, I, I couldn't agree with you more <laughs> on that too. And also his little Tim Tebow experiment to me was so whack. I'm like, what is that, dude? This is the NFL. Just because you you had a good experience with him in college and he's your homeboy, don't mean you gotta bring him back to try and pretend he's going to be a tight end. So, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I don't know if Urban Meyer is going to be cut out for the NFL, but we'll see. Yeah, and, and I don't even know with Urban. I mean, it seemed anytime there was any type of scandal with the university, recruiting violation investigations, or or he just was about to not, not have a solid team, he suddenly had medical issues, and then he'd have to resign. Uh-huh. Um, you know, and he, you know, yeah, he – 
he let it. He, you know, a lot of people forget he he had Aaron Hernandez on his call and he let Aaron get away with it with a few things. He sort of made excuses for him on a few things, and uh, exactly. I think in an opportunity where he could have helped somebody, um, he he kind of let him get away with stuff. Uh, and and that's been well documented. It's not me accusing yep. him of anything. Um, stuff did happen, and Urban kind of stood up for him instead of uh disciplining him maybe teaching him back then in college that he can't get away with other but that being said uh you know looking at the houston lineup i yeah there's the uh, same thing here i mean it looks i don't know if how many of these 53 players would have made any other roster i mean so i mean they're 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 lucky to be on the team that they are and to call themselves nfl players and and yeah i i think i think to me it's it's more likely that they're 0 and 17 than the buccaneers are 17 and 0 uh, so uh, the next one uh, is pretty good matchup here. Uh, 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 the Cardinals at the Titans. Who do you like in this one? Uh, Cardinals at the Titans. I have Tennessee in this one. Uh, Tennessee, they're at home, so that that's a big big deal to me. Um, also, their offense, man, adding Julio Jones, I think is is going to be a big deal because you already got AJ Brown, who is such a beast of a wide receiver. Not a lot of people are even really aware of who he is just because he's not really flashy. Actually, to me, he actually reminds me a lot of T.O. He's, he's just built like a beast. He's fast. He's got amazing hands. He's just a great all-around wide receiver. And then they got Derrick Henry in the backfield, who's just probably one of the best running backs in the league, if not the best. So I like Titans in that one. Arizona, I, I, I'm kind of up in the air on Arizona. Their defense isn't that good. They, they, they're pretty solid on offense, but I, I'm still up in the air on Arizona. So I'm going to go Tennessee in this one. All right. Then the next one, uh, well, the Chargers at the Washington. I, I call them the Washington former Panthers because of how many former Panthers are on their coaching staff and on the roster. I grew up a Washington Redskins fan early on. That was my very first. Uh, Art Monk was my my. I wore 81 my first years of, of Pop Warner because of Art Monk. And then I, I, I didn't really understand the rivalries because I came back and when I played running back, I wore 33 for uh, Tony Dorsett. So, um, so the, but yeah, anyway, uh, so with the whole thing, I'm, I, I'll call them the Washington Redskins for, for life and then until they, they have a permanent new name. But, but uh, yeah, I call them now the Washington former Panthers. But uh, uh, who do you like in this one? Chargers at Washington. <laughs> I've got the uh, Chargers in this one. Um, I, I, it, it was a toss-up for me just because both teams um, – I think the Chargers actually are going to be a surprise team this year. I really like Justin Herbert. Um, I actually really like their offense a lot. Their defense is where, where I kind of have questions because they did uh, lose uh, a line well, – they did lose some linebackers, um, but they did gain some secondary. Uh, Washington – First of all, I'm a hater of Washington, so I, <laughs> so I already have that bias right there. Um, but, I mean, their offense to me, there's there's really nothing exciting about their offense. So I'm just going Chargers because I think they're going to be able to just outscore them. And uh, I'm going Chargers on that one. Yeah, and this is the first disagreement. By the way, I like Tennessee over Arizona also. I think the home, home field uh, and with Arizona go traveling uh, east, they don't have a good uh, background uh, in going and then playing an early game um, on the east coast uh, or what? It's more the south, but southeast. And then this one though, this is our first disagreement. I do like Washington. I just I like Chase Young. I like that offense, that defensive line of Washington, and and I, I again the the home the home field that while the Chargers I think are going to be a solid team this this week this year. 
Um, I think this is one Washington maybe squeaks by by like three or four points uh, by holding on to the end. Ron Rivera football team seem to play really close games. Um, and then they they have they always have an opportunity there at the end and, and for me that's I just feel that it's gonna be one of those games and then them being at home I think they uh, might have a little advantage there to to push it through so the the first disagreement here I like Washington over the Chargers uh, next moving on we have the Eagles at the Fal- Falcons yeah this is uh, this is almost as bad as that Jacksonville at Houston game in my opinion just because both of these teams are gonna be trashed this year um, I've got Atlanta solely because they're at home and maybe just because their offense is their offense should be pretty good with Kyle Pitts um, tight end that they drafted out of Florida that guy's that guy's gonna be really good um, but I don't know how much they improved by losing Julio Jones. Um, but then you got the Philadelphia Eagles on the other side, and that team has no, absolutely nothing going for it. It's all questions, and this new coach of theirs is so hilarious to me. He's, he's such a he's such an idiot. Every time they ask him a question, it's like he doesn't even know what's going on. So I'm going to go with Atlanta just because they're at home in this one. Yeah, and I like Atlanta too. And this is even breaking down the uh, NFC East, which is right wide open. Philadelphia, I mean, I almost eliminated them from the beginning. I mean, I think it's just, uh, uh, you know, who's, who, you know, who's going to be better between Dallas, Washington, and and and, and the Giants, which, which I thought uh, Dallas, and then and then Washington, and then uh, and then the Giants. But but I just Philadelphia, just I had them kind of the bottom feeders this this year, and I don't know, uh, you know, Philly fans can say what they want. I, I have a lot of friends in Philly. But that's 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 my opinion, and and I and I think it's their performance on the field is going to back back me up. Um, uh, next one, uh, uh, this one was a was a one I had to really take a take a better look at uh, before I made my pick. I was back and forth, but uh, see, uh, the Seahawks at the Colts. I was the exact same way too. This is a, this is a coin flip because both teams. Um, I mean, the Colts, for me, they're actually a really good team. They've got a good defense. They've got a good ground game. Um, it does. They did lose T.Y. Hilton, which doesn't help their receiving core. Um, but my only question is what's going to happen with Carson Wentz. Is he going to be able to even last this entire season, or is he going to get injured? I mean, he already got injured during the training camp. Uh, so that's that's a knock against them. But then you got Seattle on the other side. Um, they're a solid team. Um, it's just their ground game is questionable in my opinion, as well as their offensive line, uh, Russell Wilson, amazing quarterback. Um, so they're always going to be in it as long as he's their quarterback. I took Seattle in this one, but I ain't going to lie. I waffled back and forth and I'm still kind of waffling just cause Indy is at home, but I'm going to go Seattle just because Russell Wilson's the shit. Yeah. And I also, um, I'm leaning Seattle in this one and also the, 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 the X factor for me is is uh, um, Pete Carroll. He's got a, a good week one record and also a good record after a bye week. So you give him some time to game plan and and scheme for uh, for another team. He, he seems to do well, and that even goes back to when he was a college coach. Um, but uh, yeah, so I, I I think Seattle squeaks this one out, but but it doesn't mean the Colts aren't going to be a, a solid team this year. Um, and here's uh yeah this one uh, the Vikings at the Bengals. Uh, let's see. I've got Minnesota in this one. Um, Cincinnati, uh, 
I think they're they're building Joe Burrow. You know, he's he looks like he's going to be a solid quarterback. But I mean, outside of him, they really don't have much going on. And Minnesota is just a very weird team to me. They they've never been consistent. That they'll like blow you out in one game, and then the next game they'll just completely be demolished. So I wouldn't actually be surprised if they lost one this one to Cincinnati. But I'm going to take Minnesota just because I think they're the better team. Right. Yeah, and I like um, I like Minnesota in this one too. Cincinnati's got a lot of questions, and and with their you know last year's you know the injuries with uh, with Burrow, but now he'll be back. I think they're going to be a little bit better team. But I'm still not sold on them as far as uh, contendership status. And and Minnesota, I'm not I'm not too high on them for this season. But but uh, you know the uh, the lesser of two evils. I g- give me Minnesota to squeak this one out for for me. Uh, 49ers at the Lions. Oh, this one, this one was probably one of the easiest ones for me. San Francisco is going to go into Detroit and kick their ass. I don't even think this is going to be a close one at all. <laughs> Detroit traded for Jared Goff, and I don't even know what they thought that was, but <laughs> that that does not improve their team at all. So Detroit absolutely is going to be one of the worst teams this year. San Francisco rolls over them probably like 42 to 7. <laughs> Yeah, and unfortunately, you know, I had Ryan Davis, my friend from the Army who lives in Detroit, and he's a, a, a oh, my God, what do he call himself? Uh, a Detroiter, I guess. Uh, uh, um, but, uh, w- w- yeah, but uh, yeah, he says that, you know, he's 49 years old, and, and the Lions are the only team in the major sports that hasn't won a championship in his lifetime. And uh, I, if, if it does happen in his lifetime, it's definitely not going to be this season. Uh, I like the 49ers. Uh pretty pretty big in this one pretty so i mean i think they're gonna have to call off the dogs somewhere somewhere maybe even early in the fourth quarter uh this one could get up this one could get ugly quick um so give me the 49ers in this one too uh and then this one a lot of people are talking and thinking they had their upside minded on this one the browns at the chiefs Set in my in my mind on this one, I think the Kansas City Chiefs are going to come roll. First of all, they're at home. Second of all, Andy Reid's just like Pete Carroll, like you were just talking about, coming off of bye. Usually, the first game of the season, you give Andy Reid all that time to game plan. I think Kansas City's going to come into this and they're going to win. I, I, I won't say Cleveland's not going to compete. I actually think Cleveland's going to be a playoff team this year, um, but I don't think they have a shot against Kansas City. First game of the year, uh, home game. Andy Reid's had all that time to plan. I think Kansas City wins this one. Yeah, me too. I, I just don't see it. Even without uh, Teron Matthew, I, the the defense should be solid enough. And then they make it seem like with no Teron Matthew that uh, um, it's going to make for Baker Mayfield uh, to light to light up uh, this. And I, I just I've never been completely sold on Baker Mayfield. And also, it's the Cleveland Browns, and you put high expectations on them. They they traditionally don't uh, don't follow through, uh, and and they fall short there of expectations. Um, so yeah, again, and also uh-huh. if they did get, if they're to get into a shootout, are we really gonna take Baker Mayfield over Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill and their and, and uh, Travis Kelsey? I mean, come on, like I, I, I yeah, no, nah, I, I, if it turns into a shootout, there's no way that Baker Mayfield even has a shot at beating. <laughs> Patrick in this one. Yeah, yeah, that, that's what I was envisioning too. I mean, uh, Kansas City can put up two, three touchdowns in just a few minutes. Uh, Cleveland's offense isn't built for that. Uh, it, it, they need to sustain drives, and they're going to take you know longer. They they can't they they can't just put up. So yeah, you talk about a shootout. I mean, it could be uh, you know 
Cleveland scores, and then you're going to see them getting the ball right back on a kickoff because Kansas City scores like like a minute or two minutes later, you know, with that explosiveness. Um, but uh, yeah, so that I, I, you know, if they think they're going to uh, out out outrun outshoot the Kansas, City, I, I just don't see it. Um, whether week one or middle of the season or late in the season, uh, and this one's uh this this one was also. A, Debatable for me. Uh, uh, the Dolphins at the Patriots. I uh, this one was also debatable for me as well because um, the Patriots are such a weird team to me this year. Uh, I mean, I'm not sold on uh, Mac Jones. I, I know a lot of people all of a sudden are like, "Oh my God, Bill Belichick!" And it's like, well, first of all, they don't. He has nobody to throw the ball to. Who are his wide receivers? Yeah, they picked up those tight ends, um, but I mean. Who are their wide receivers? And they're they're running their their running backs are are weak too. I don't even know who their running backs are. Um, apparently, the offensive line is pretty solid, but um, I'm just not sold on Mac Jones. He's a rookie. I don't understand how you think a rookie is going to just walk in and be Tom Brady. So I actually picked Miami in this one. Miami has historically been known to play New England really well, even when New England was like the team to beat in the league, when they were the perennial team in the league, winning Super Bowls and being that team with Tom Brady. So I picked Miami in this one. It was a tough one for me to go back and forth with this one because New England is at home, but I went with Miami. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so did I ended up about like 1917 Miami. Um, I, I think they're, they're, it's going to be a toss up there in the uh, AFC East, um, uh, and, uh, in Miami, Miami should be right there, uh, to, uh, you know, they, he, he's a, he's a good player that for some reason they're kind of writing off from the beginning. And then they play those clips with his coach really isn't giving him a voter confidence, but is, and, uh, but, uh, yeah, Mac Jones, same thing with me. I mean, he, we just saw a sample size of him in the preseason and wait till he gets a little flustered and throws a few picks or, or has a bad game. They, they make it seem like he's a, he's a perfect quarterback ready to go already. And, uh, yeah, he's going to have his growing pains. Uh, I, I think as, as it turns out, uh, as it's going to turn out for, in my opinion, uh, next we have, uh, uh, the Broncos at, and they're called the New York giants. I know you call them something else. But, uh, but uh, yeah, so Broncos at Giants, how do you? Well, I mean, since you since you alluded that I have a, a nickname for the Giants, um, I'll go ahead and let you know I am going to take the, the Giants in this game. Um, they are at home, which is a big deal to me. Uh, this is the 20th anniversary of 9-11, so I just kind of think that does give them an extra little bit of oomph because it, it is it, it happened in New York. And then also Denver, I, I think Denver is going to be an awful team this year. Uh, they, they, Teddy Bridgewater, um, he's, he's not a horrible quarterback, but he's just that he's a bridge quarterback. He's that dude who, who's there, who can make the plays, but he's not there to be a quarterback for the next 10 years. Um, also, the rest of their offense, uh, Melvin Gordon's good at running back. But I don't know if they can run the offense through him. I mean, they don't really have anybody at wide receiver. The defense is questionable. Um, is Vaughn Miller going to stay healthy this year? Just there's too many questions for me with Denver. Not like I think that the Giants are going to be that good this year, but they're at home, so I took them. Okay, yeah, and then this one I, I forgot about the 9-11 one. That one could could uh, add be, be the X factor in here with how motivate how motivated they could be. I went ahead and picked Denver because I think it's it's going to be more of a, a defensive uh, battle. 
uh, in this one, and then Dave, Dave Gettleman and 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 uh, uh, Daniel Jones, all that. I, I could just see them starting off on one, and and everybody's always already going to be calling for their heads there in in New York, or or um, and just uh, I could just see that controversy of of, of the the Giants uh, in in the headlines for the week uh, over Denver. Although, uh, yeah, I don't I don't see big big hopes for Denver overall this season. But I think week one, give me um, I'm going to go with them over over the Giants, although. For the reasons that I took Tennessee over Arizona for Arizona traveling to the East Coast, these West Coast teams don't always do well um, going to the East Coast and playing early games, but uh, or what would be early games for them, uh, even though the 1 p.m. starts in the East Coast. But I, I still think they're going to squeak it out like a 21-20 type of game. So I got Denver in this one. So uh, the next one is uh, the Packers at the Saints. Um, I've got Green Bay in this one. Uh, New Orleans losing Drew Brees is a big deal. Uh, Jameis Winston, uh, to me, he's just he, – he's got a great arm. I mean, when you play baseball and you're a quarterback at the same time, you're, you're just always going to be a great – you're going to have a great arm. But he's an awful decision maker. And uh, he's he just loves to throw interceptions. He loves to make horrible decisions. Um, and, and he, he – was who Tom Brady took over for in Tampa. So he had a good team in Tampa. He had great wide receivers. He had solid ground game. He had a good defense and he sucked it up there. And they also had Bruce Arians, who's a good who's a good coach. So it's not like he's walking into anything better in New Orleans. He's actually watch, walking into something about the same. I mean, Alvin Kamara, he is a great running back. Um, but they have no wide receivers because Mike Thomas is going to be out, I think, for the first six weeks of this year. Um, and their defense has a lot of questions as well. So I went with Green Bay in this one. I think Green Bay, um, while they had a whole bunch of drama this offseason, they still have a great offense and they still have a good defense um, and they still have Aaron Rodgers. So I'm taking Green Bay in that one. Yeah, I like I like Green Bay too. The Saints, uh, Jameis. I mean, I'm not sold on him even as comeback player of the year, or or them him having a solid rebound sitting behind uh, Drew Brees and everything. Uh, he's 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 just not the same style of quarterback as Drew Brees. So they said, oh, he learned by watching him and and sitting behind him. I they're they're just two different style of quarterbacks to me. For him to have learned anything, he's not going to come out. And if he tries to be a Drew Brees, he he's going to be out of his element. And if he tries to be himself, I mean, he's he's just he's he hasn't hasn't released the ball quick enough uh, throughout his history, and also he hasn't handled the spotlight very good uh, when when he has been been the man in the past. Uh, I think his best he's actually better for me coming off the bench, where you know if like the starter gets hurt and he comes on and he has no pressure, nothing to lose, but with all all the spotlight on him for some reason, he's uh, he's just never never shined under the spotlight for me. So I, I like Green Bay in this one also. Uh, the Bears at the Rams Sunday night game. Um, that one is an easy one for me as well. I got Rams in this one. I think the Rams are going to be one of best one of the best teams in the NFC. Their defense is lights out. Um, I think Matt, trading for Matthew Stafford um, is is a big deal in my opinion, just because Jared Goff to me was just a. He just was weak. He did, I just never have ever liked Jared Goff since the day he was drafted. So them getting Matthew Stafford, they at least got a dude who. Um, He's he's had a lot. A lot of people don't really know about Matthew Stafford because he was stuck in Detroit for all those years. But like he's he's a good comeback, come from behind dude. He's made some huge plays, um, and I, so I think Matthew Stafford really actually elevates the Rams just slightly. It doesn't make them like 
insane. You can't beat them, but I think it elevates them a little bit. And the Bears, hey, I don't think the Bears are going to be good at all this year. So I think the Rams Rams win this one easy. Also, it's their home opener who they, they haven't had any fans in that beautiful stadium. So I think they're going to put on a nice show and probably win something like 40, 42 to 10 or 35 to 7, something like that. Well, this one is the one we're completely in in disagreement with because this is one of those games, the one game that I picked uh, that is going to be one of those as the season goes, like how, how did they lose to the Bears? Because I, I think the Bears squeaked this one out. Uh, if they make it a defensive battle and kind of hang close and then they you know, get maybe a field goal at the end there. Uh, uh, so I actually, I actually going for Chicago. Like I said, this one of those week one games where, you know, you look at the results and, and no matter what, and they're not going to end up there by the end of the season. But, uh, yeah, I, I have the bears in this one, but, uh, the Rams, uh, uh, definitely on paper look like they should dominate like that for just something, uh, on a gut instinct, uh, for me, just that this might be one of those upsets that you, you know, you kind of scratch your head up. Uh, over week one and as the season goes on and, and things play out uh so uh we got less than two minutes but we're, our final game monday night game uh baltimore at at the raiders i'll go ahead i'm gonna say the raiders because of that home opener in front of big crowd uh and then with the ravens missing uh three other key players uh so for me uh i'm going raiders in a, in a close game but uh and and with the uh, motivation of of that home opener and I am going the opposite route. I'm going with Baltimore in this one. They actually do open. They are great in season openers. And when I say great, I mean like they kick your ass in season openers. I agree with you that it does suck that they're going to be screwed over with the running backs situation. But I still like Lamar Jackson. I still think they're a better team. I think Baltimore wins that one. All right. Hey, and we made it just in time. We got like 20 <laughs> seconds left. Hey, I appreciate your time, Katie. And we'll, uh, I'll, I'll put all these segments in and then, uh, this will be the episode and we'll keep tabs. And, uh, you know, I don't know, it's not a major grand prize, but it's just for the bragging rights and appreciate it. And, uh, everybody enjoy week one and you definitely enjoy week one as well. Katie, thanks for your time. All right, man. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. Bye. Bye. And there's our picks. Uh, Katie's, 